Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. It's fancy seeing you here on a Thursday. I know, it's not Sunday. A little weird, right? Feels feels so odd hanging out today. But I love that we're doing a few episodes, bonus episodes this summer. So we're able to bring you more than one a week right now, which is epic. And today we have a really good one with Hunter and Michaela McGrady. They are sisters. They're models. They're incredible women who we had a really great conversation with. I don't know why I say we, but I had a really great conversation with. And I'm so excited for you to hear it. Definitely stay tuned till the end of the episode so we can hear Hunter and Michaela's opinion on the polls, as we always love to do. And speaking of the polls, I do an AMA, Ask Me Anything, every Friday, and I never get to all the questions. So last Friday, I put a few questions aside to try to get to on the solo today. So I'm going to do that. The first one is, is it a bad sign if you and your significant other have nothing to talk about after a while? Been dating three years. I don't know if it's a bad sign. I mean, I think for the most part, it's normal to have talked about everything that you can talk about. But I will say you should be talking about your day-to-day life and activities. So like, for example, my like Stephen and I, we're not like still being like, what were you like when you were younger? But I'm like, what happened with work today? Like, and what's going on? Did you book that flight? And like, you know, it's like, We're talking about logistics. We're talking about how his day was. We're talking about, you know, we do things independent of each other. We have our own lives and then we have our lives together. And so we talk about what the other person's doing when they're not with me and and vice versa. And so I feel like if you don't have that to talk about or even like current events to talk about, like maybe you want to talk about Roe versus Wade. I don't know how interesting that is of a conversation to have. Or maybe you want to talk about like just one of the things that are are going on. There's there's so much going on in the world. And it would be crazy if I didn't mention the shooting in Buffalo. So horrific. I can't believe that America is still a place where there are these shootings all the time. I mean, I know why it happens. I'm not going to get too political here. But I just want to say my heart goes out to anyone affected by it directly and and indirectly. The next question somebody asked is how long after a first date do you give them to ask you out on a second? 
in an ideal world within 24 hours, obviously, you know, my story with Steven, you know, we were texting after our first date, but then he hadn't asked me on a second and I had to prompt him. That was a little bit of an exception because I knew that he was interested in me. But sometimes, especially if you're going on a date from an app and you don't know how this person feels about you, you don't know this person at all, then I would still probably give them within 24 hours, within 48 hours. If they haven't texted you within 24 hours, I would move on from them. But if you're texting and they haven't asked you out again, but you can tell that they're interested and they want to, then you can say something like, let's save it for our next date or like something like that. Maybe they need a little nudge. But in an ideal situation, they ask you out again within 48 hours, let's say. Your ex contacts you out of the blue and you feel weird about it. Do you mention it to your significant other or unpack it with friends instead? I think that if it just said your ex contacts you out of the blue, mention it to significant other or unpack with friends, I would have said mention it to significant other and unpack with friends. But because you feel weird about it, I feel like it could be dangerous going to your significant other being like, this happened and it really affected me. I would probably unpack it first, probably with a therapist, maybe with friends. But I really would like to treat the other person in this situation how I would want to be treated. So think about if your significant other's ex reached out to him and he immediately went to his friends and not to you, it probably wouldn't feel that good. So I guess it depends on like, why do you feel weird about it? And if you feel weird about it, because it's just like weird and annoying, mention it to your significant other. But like, if you feel weird about it, as in like, you want to now break up with your partner and be with this ex, which is a horrible decision, depending on why you broke up with the ex then don't bring it up to your significant other and cause an issue until you have figured out where you stand on this. But also like going behind their back, it could be hurtful. Go to healthy snacks and meals. Great question. I have been snacking on pineapple a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I also just bought this perfect bar. It's like this bar that you refrigerate and I think it's really good. I think it's like very filling and a lot of calories, but I don't try to focus on that stuff. It's good. And that's all that matters. I also love snacking on granola. The Hampton Grocer is my go-to. I try... Oh, I love snacking on Simple Mills um, crackers, like the regular one and the cheddar. They're so freaking good. Recently, I've been making this quinoa salad, which is so unlike me because I really never ever used to eat quinoa in my life. But I I make quinoa and then I put in some vegetables, some chopped veggies and some chickpeas. And then you can add in like avocado or shrimp or chicken. You can eat it for lunch like every day if you want to. You can eat it as a side for a dinner. And I have a recipe for that. Um, If you go to Don't Expect Salads, my food Instagram and check highlights under quinoa, you can find the recipe. It's really, really good. When I'm home and when I'm cooking, I like to make a salmon with a grain and a veggie and or like I love a shrimp orzo dish, a linguine clams. I also make a really amazing chicken cutlet with, again, like uh, an asparagus or a broccoli and like a couscous on the side. 
pretty simple when I'm home because I'm usually out to eat and I'm eating unhealthily. And is unhealthily a word? It sounds like it is a word. So we're going to go with that. Deal breaker if on a second date, you offer to pay for lunch and the guy says, sure. Okay. So I need to go, go over this a little bit. I always say that you need to offer on a date, but there's a difference between offering as in like reaching and actually throwing your card into the pile or like putting your card in front of their face. I don't think you need to get to the point where you're holding your card up in front of them. And if you do, then they haven't stopped you fast enough and that's on them. But if you like are turning around and reaching, like they should be like, oh, no, no, no. Like I got this. And so is it a deal breaker if he lets you pay? Yes. But were you very forceful about it? Because then you should reel it in and should just kind of turn and do a, but you don't need to do a whole thing. I think how to deal with significant other and you have a different airport etiquette. You want to get there early and they want to get there later. Girl, you are preaching to the choir. I want to be there so early. And Steven is always like, no, we'll be fine. Like, what do you mean? LaGuardia is 15 minutes from our apartment. Like, we're fine. And I know as a seasoned traveler that I personally am going to do something wrong. I'm going to make some sort of mistake. So I like to get there earlier. And what do you mean by mistake? I'll tell you. I will not check my flight and flights change sometimes. Like I'll book it a lot in advance and the flight will change and I won't know. And so it'll either be earlier or maybe later and I won't know. But either way, getting to the airport early is always the solution in my mind. So I like to get there early. He likes to get there late. It's a problem. I have compromised. So like I'll do like 15 minutes later and he has to go like 15 minutes earlier and then we'll kind of find a time in between. I personally, I like to leave for the airport two hours before the flight. And he likes to leave at like, you know, like an hour before the flight, an hour and a half, which is preposterous in my opinion. But we've compromised. Now it's like an hour and a half before the flight. Does this make me feel good? No. But you got to compromise in love, I guess, you know? And lastly, is it rude to plan a trip with your significant other the weekend of your best friend's birthday? It's not their actual birthday, but it's the weekend they celebrate. It depends how old you are and what, how important this person's birthday is to them. I think that if you're purposely planning a trip during that time, like that's a little weird. But if that's the only time you can go, like we get less... We have less time to go on trips as we get older. If that's really the only time you can go, then like it's not that big of a deal. And they're going to have a birthday every year, but trips can be like once in a lifetime sometimes. So I wouldn't purposely plan it on their birthday weekend, but if it just so happens to that that happens and, you know, then it also depends. Like, is your best friend single and like you're her hype girl, then don't leave her. But if she's in a relationship, like probably you can go do your thing. It just kind of feels easier that way. Um, Anyway, now I'm really excited for you to hear the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I am so excited to be here with the hosts of Model Citizen Podcast, the McGrady Sisters. Hey, ladies. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. I love like a girls, we're like girls, girls right now, you know, like girls, just girls being girls. Just girls, girling it up. Michaela, you missed 
that Lindsay's dad is on the beach. He spotted celebrities and we were trying to figure mm-hmm. out who it was. Yeah, he yeah. sent me a pic. Where is he? He's in Miami. He sent me this picture. I'll show it to you. And I guess now I have to show it to um, my Sorry, social media when this dad. episode comes. No, but who we don't know who it is. Oh, it's not Kim K. It's not Kim. That's that's I all we know. The, I may have to have you send it to me and I can do like a deep detective mm-hmm. dive. Yeah. Okay. I honestly trust that you could figure out who it is. Yeah. Um, I'll do like some cross-referencing. Thank yeah. You. Thank Diagnostics. You. Thank you. I also plan to post it to my Finsta and be like, guys, someone figure this out. Yeah, whoever they are, they're not safe. They're, they're not, not safe. safe. It's probably nobody if it, if he's in Miami. Yeah. It's probably nobody because I've been there many a times where like paparazzi thinks somebody is someone, right? And those people just go along with it, which right. is great. No, they definitely think it's Kim because of the sunglasses, but it's yeah. not. It's right. it's never Kim. But enough about the girls on the beach. Tell me about you guys. Let's start with Hunter. How old are you and where are you from? Even though I'm sure you guys are probably from the same place. We sure yeah, are. we're from the same womb. Um, <laughs> I'm 28, born and raised in Westlake Village, South Snows, California. LA girl through and through, but now I live on the East Coast, which is kind of crazy. I never thought I would. And where yeah, on the East Coast? I, I'm in New Jersey. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Great, great closet space in Jersey, I heard. Oh, the closet space. As you can see. The closet space in Jersey (laughs) was like, okay, but we had to convert a bedroom. Oh, God, I mean. Yeah, your (laughs) life sounds hard. And Michaela. (laughs) I am 34 years old. I am from the same place, Westlake Village, Thousand Oaks, California. We say the two because if you know... No one fucking knows. Yeah, no one knows where Westlake is. No one knows where Thousand Oaks is. So we like to say we're 10 minutes outside of Calabasas. Because Which is like everyone knows where Kim Kardashian lives. Right. Yeah, that, exactly. that just makes So I live 10 minutes sense. down the road from Kim K, basically. It's just what I tell people. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And yeah. what are your current relationship statuses or stati? I'm not sure. Stat- stati. I love it. Married. <laughs> married. Old ball and chains. Can't yeah. believe we're all married here. Well, this congratulations. Just- you just got married like five minutes ago. Thank you. Actually, yeah, I just came back from the courthouse this morning. No, it really <laughs> was so so recently. But I want to hear about you guys. I guess we'll we'll just keep this. We'll switch up. We'll we'll start with Michaela this time. Tell okay. us about your marriage. How did you meet this person? So it's so funny. I actually met him through Hunter. To make a very long story short, I met him through her. She was dating. Now keep up. She was dating his best friend's roommate, my husband's best friend's roommate. And so Hunter would go hang out with her boyfriend at the time. And my husband would come visit his best friend. And then they would all be like hanging out together in the apartment. And Hunter and my husband met and Hunter was like, oh my gosh, you remind me so much of my sister. Like you guys would get along. So she kind of hooked us up on social media and he and I were both in relationships at the time, but there was definitely like a um, connection as far as personality and humor and all that. And it's actually really funny because he ended up splitting with his ex, reached out to Hunter and was like, hey, I want to, I want to date your sister. What's the deal? And Hunter was like, well, A, she's in a relationship and B, 
she's on the other side of the country because he's from Maryland. And he would, I think, wasn't it like every couple of months he would reach out and ask you? Every few weeks, yeah. Every few weeks he would ask if I was still in the relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. So he kept checking in on me, checking in on me with Hunter. And then eventually he found out that I was single. And it was like that day he was in my Facebook messenger because this was about seven years ago. And he was like, hey, I want to fly out to California and take you out on a date. So he did. And we spent like the whole five days he was out here together from the first date till he went home. And we've been literally together ever since. That is (laughs) so cute. And like he, for sure, it's like if he wanted to, he fucking would like Girl, he did. that is yes. like when people tell me they're like oh he can't like he isn't I'm like I there's yeah. no excuse if he's in the same state as you there's no excuse for no him not excuse. calling you reaching out to you taking you out like I am the the biggest you know speaker about that like I love that yeah. and I have to ask when is your birthday and when is your husband's birthday so my birthday is December 19th. I'm a Sagittarius yes. and his is November 3rd. He's a Scorpio. Ooh. He's a triple Scorpio and I'm a triple Sagittarius. Oh, wow. You Moon really... Rising. It, it feels like you lighten up his life. Is that true? For sure. Yeah. I yeah, love that. For sure. I love that. Yeah. And he, and he kind of... It's funny because he do doesn't... You? Do, do you? Know? <laughs> do you know? Yes, I do. He's like, no, she's my villain in the story. <laughs> she's um, my enemy. She's, the, she's my enemy. <laughs> Enemies are after me. <laughs> he, he is like... It's funny because I don't think he really has a lot of Scorpio traits. He's super outgoing. He's not moody at all. He's like very just loving and loves to like make people laugh. And I don't know. It's just so funny. But whereas I am like an absolute through and through Sagittarius, like love us or hate us. Hunter's like, yeah, it's like... Are Scorpios (laughs) not loving? No, no, Scorpios are loving. They just like, you know, they're literally like a Scorpio. Like, 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 they're like moody. And sometimes people say that they're like manipulative, which is not my husband at all. Not at all. Just like class clown, fun loving. Sweet. He sounds like a Taurus. Yeah, he sounds a little bit like a Taurus. Is that what you you are, Hunter? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Such a little bratty Taurus girl. Did you know that studies say that it doesn't have to be your birthday to enjoy an amazing birthday cake? (gasps) Shocking. I know. I started working with Milk Bar for this podcast, which is like a huge thing for me because if you know me, you know I love sweets and have the biggest sweet tooth, especially being sober. Like sweets are my drug and I just love it. And so Can you imagine how excited I was when I got a package that was a milk bar cake and there was no reason for it other than the fact that I work with them and they sent it to me because of that. But it wasn't my birthday. It wasn't, you know, any of these things, but I still got to enjoy a cake. And that is called Adulting 101. You are an adult. You have the right to send yourself cake. You have the right to eat a milk bar pie with toasted oat crust with a gooey butter filling. That's what Christina Tosi did when she opened the first milk bar in 2008. She literally won a James Beard Award because of her incredible eye for sweets. If you haven't tried any of Milk Bar Sweets, you are not living your life. Their birthday cake truffles actually taste like joy 
and happiness. And they have a new strawberry shortcake cake truffle. It's limited time situation. I'm telling you, you need to try these. They were phenomenal. Kind of tastes like a scone meets a cake meets... I don't even know. It's just a orgasm in my mouth. And they offer fast, even overnight nationwide delivery. Check it out. You're not going to want to miss this. I dream of their cake and their milk bar pie daily. And right now, we have a special offer for you. You can get $10 off any order of $50 or more when you go to milkbarstore.com slash Acme. You'll get 10 bucks off an order of $50 by going to milkbarstore.com slash Acme. That's milkbarstore.com slash Acme. Check it out. Okay, Hunter, tell us about you and your and yo mans. We met on Snapchat. Stop. So a hundred percent. I mean, how? Still how does one meet pissed. on Snapchat? So I'm pissed that they didn't sponsor my wedding, but whatever. So basically he was on a date with this girl and they were talking back and forth. And she was like, Oh, you should follow this model that I follow, Hunter McGrady on Snapchat. She like posts the funniest things, whatever. So he was like, okay, he's he's 17 years older than me. So he was like, I don't have any social media. I'm not going to do that, but whatever. He ended up doing it anyways to like appease her. And then he started following me. And for like three or four months, he was following me kind of like loosely. You know how you follow people on Snapchat? Like you don't really know. You're just like, oh, kind of like Instagram, right? I'm learning. (sighs) Like, is it? I don't know. Me telling myself that he wasn't absolutely following my every move, but he was following me, you know, loosely here and there. And then saw that I was in New York. He is from Philly. He lived in New York. I was traveling a lot, LA to NY back and forth for work and whatever. So I think I posted one night, I was like, I have a free weekend. What is cool to do in New York? I have no idea what's cool to do. And he was like, I think you should come and get a drink with me. I only saw his little avatar, you know, like the little Snapchat avatar. And I was like, "Mm, okay, he looks cute. So let's give this a go. I went out to drinks with him, which was just like, listen... That is very ballsy, especially now a days knowing what we know, like a complete stranger yeah. went out to, to drinks with him. We had such a great time. I immediately knew I was going to marry him. Like I was like, this is my husband. Walked in. We shut the place down. We uh, met at Bobo in West Village. Mm-hmm. We shut it down, went home. We literally had three days we were together where we did not leave each other's side. Which goes against all your rules, Lindsay, which is crazy, I know. Loki, it does. <laughs> but both of you, both of you went against it's all so the rules. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. And it's funny because I remember Hunter actually calling me and being like, I literally met my husband last night. Yeah, I was well, like, okay, I have to move thing. to New York. It's like... And like, I'm going to get so much shit for saying this because like, you know, it again, it goes against everything. But like, it's like when you know, you actually yeah. do know. And so yeah. even yeah. even in my own like, you know, marriage and whatever, in the beginning, I broke some of my rules. But it's like, that's the only exception. It's like when you're 1000% yeah. sure on both ends, you know? Right. It's like that undeniable. And I think that and I'm sure we can all attest to this, where it's like, when you know, you know, because you've never felt it before, 
even though you thought you knew, right? Yes. Like I've had boyfriends where I'm like, oh, this is it. But then you really feel it and you're right. like, no, no, this is like, this is a different feeling. Totally. And I love that you said that because I feel like we like, just like women who have dated multiple people before finding the person get shit for like having like thought everyone was the one, you know, it's like, oh, you're Mm -hmm. like a serial monogamous. Like you just like, but it's like, if I didn't think they were the one before the one, like, why would I have wasted my time? You know, like I'd hope I thought that. And then I, and then I realized what the one actually, you know, is and feels like. Absolutely. It's so funny how different the one feels compared to the ones that you thought. Oh, it's like it's like it was like 70% loading with the others mm-hmm. and you just never could quite get that extra bit. Fully. And then you meet the person and you're like, do, 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 like a hundred percent, like let's rock and roll. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's how we both felt with our husbands. And we had been like dating and meeting great guys, but we we both say that you have to go to the East Coast to find a good guy. I hate Facts to say. Only. They're not yeah. in LA. They're I hate not. The LA guys aren't in. It. I'm so sorry. LA guys are not, not I think LA you, girls are it. LA girls are it. <laughs> New York girls are it. But LA, I think... Well, guys that are from LA, actually, I think are okay. Because I feel like, you know... And I was listening to your... Right. I was listening to your um, podcast with Arielle, right? Who yeah. is who was born here. And there's that whole thing, like we grew here, you flew here. Right, 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 right. I feel like the local guys are usually great, but it's a lot of times the transplants and the people that come here with like these goals of like, you know, becoming somebody and there's, you know, the entertainment industry is here. And it it sometimes just breeds a personality. People care about their Instagram following is what it breeds. Yeah, it's all about who you know. and, And I just don't think it's a great grounds for meeting somebody that is going to be like your future husband. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. And and Hunter, when is your husband's birthday? He is January 28th. Ooh, an Aquarius. He's an Aquarius. An Aquarius. I love yeah. it. I love it. Wait. Is that compatible? Like, is a Taurus and Aquarius compatible? Honestly, I don't think that there's such thing as like compatible sun signs. I think there's so much more to it, right? Like there's like the whole chart and like that's that's a conversation for another time. But I I bet you there is more going on between you guys in terms of compatibility. Yeah. Like I did me and Martin's compatibility and we're not supposed to be compatible in the beginning because he's Scorpio and I'm Sag, but like we just are compatible. So I think when you're doing the the astrology sign compatibility, there's just too many factors. Exactly, exactly. And like, I've done the whole like only date my compatible sign. And like, to be honest, it's like we butt heads. And this is like, we compliment each other. Like when it's a sign you're not technically compatible with, you know? What is Steven? He is a cancer. (gasps) Cancer, that's what... That's what my little boy is. Yeah, when's his birthday? That's so cute. July 9th. What about you? Okay, he's June 26th. So I always think, I'm always like, I hope he's sensitive and sweet and like, I don't know. I feel like we also grow up in a time where we are always like, guys don't cry. Boys don't cry. Where I'm like, no, it's okay to cry. Like, I hope he really hones into that. he will as a cancer for sure. Which I love. No questions asked. I want to talk to you guys about your like most popular episodes because I checked them out a little bit. And your most popular one is dating and sex while plus sized. Why do you think that resonated with like so many people? You know, I think um, being plus size in general is you're always kind of going 
you're always kind of fighting for things, right? Like you're fighting for clothes to wear. You're fighting for, to be seen. You're fighting to find someone to, you know, be in a relationship, or at least that's what it feels like. And then when you really strip everything down, you take it to the bedroom and you talk about sex while being plus size, there's so much that people don't talk about. And I think that, you know, both of us have, I've been every size in the book and I've had sex at every size in the book. And I've definitely noticed a change being plus size and having sex than not. And I think we really wanted to open that up and kind of talk to our followers and be like, what are concerns that you have or what are things that work for you or what are things that you want to know or whatever it is. And so that was a really popular episode because we kind of dived into that of like, nothing is is off limits, you know, with us. And why is it different, right? Like, because it is. Yeah, I agree. And I, I also think that just having those conversations, a lot of times we get messages from women like, I thought I was the only plus size woman having these struggles. I thought that it was a me thing. And I think that that's really what our podcast tries to do is it tries to just normalize these experiences so that when you are feeling that, you don't feel that alone feeling, you know, and that feeling of like... And also a lot of the things that we discuss are also things that straight size women. So we say plus size and straight size, you know. It's a industry standard. Yeah, industry standard. They're all experiencing the same things sometimes. So Mm -hmm. I just think it's so important for us And I think that that episode really resonated with people because we gave advice, but we also just, you know, said, hey, this is totally normal to feel this way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Hunter, you mentioned that like you've been all sizes. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? Like, do you mean that like just like by fluctuating or like it was a conscious choice to be one size versus another? Yeah. So when I I'm, uh, do plus size modeling now, I started out in the uh, modeling world when I was 16 and I'm six feet tall and I was a size two. So that looks very different right now. I'm a size like 18, 20, uh, bordering more on the 20. And everything from a two to a four to an eight to a 10 to a 14, like everything in the book, I sit most naturally at like, I would say a 16, maybe 18. And Anything thinner than that is really me like hurting my body and um, not eating and doing really destructive things to my body. So yeah, I mean, it's it was a conscious decision, yes, to, to really more, more than anything, not to say, oh, I'm going to gain a bunch of weight, but oh, I'm going to find where I feel healthiest and where I feel my best self. Mm-hmm. And do you feel similarly, Michaela? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been just a thick girl my whole life. I had a tiny little phase when I was, you know, very thin, which I got from being sick. But other than that, like she's been, she's been a thickum since (laughs) the jump, since day one. And so I've kind of always had the experience of like plus size bigger. I was always like the tallest person in my friend group. I was always the biggest size of, you know, my friend group. But I think, and I've shared this before on our podcast, like one thing that really helped me was I grew up with a lot of guy friends, right? And so it gave me a different perspective of what like men are interested in. Because I think for a lot of us, we had this idea that the media was telling us like men only want Victoria's Secret models. Right. But I would be out with my guy friends and we were even like 13, 14, you know, young. And they would be like, oh, that girl is so pretty. Like, oh, that girl. And they were all these different sizes, shapes, like everything. And I was like, oh, so there's not like one 
particular. So I got that lesson super early in life, which gave me weirdly confidence because I was like, yeah, I know they all say that everyone, that guys just want that one, but but that's actually not true. And so I think that that really impacted my confidence in a good way. And so I was able to kind of take that into dating, even as a plus size woman and just be a little more confident about it, you know, without having those like the media sort of clouding my self-esteem so much. I mean, of course, we're all victims of it and that's what our podcast is about. But I think that that was an interesting perspective that I got to have at a young age that was helpful that I wish more young people would have. Yeah. They wait to try to change themselves in order to date and not like we get a ton of messages and not just plus size women, like a lot of women because they think... That and we just had a podcast about this about the female gaze and the male gaze, right? Like, and the difference of it, and how, for instance, like men, like my husband is always like, You don't find Chris Evans so hot? I'm like, No, I would prefer like a Seth Rogen, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. but it's just the difference between the two and how media has really brainwashed us essentially to believe that there's only one acceptable way of being and one person can only like that way. And it's so wrong, you know, it's so wrong. And we really have to start breaking down those walls and talking about this stuff. Definitely. Everyone keeps talking about how we're going to go into a recession and I'm not going to lie to you. I wish I knew more about what that meant. Exactly. But what I do know and what I've learned is that the best time to invest is when the market is down. Apparently, that's because it's cheaper and you get in and then it goes up again. Honestly, I don't know a lot. But what I do know is that Wealthfront is the only way to invest your money. I mean, it really, really is. That's why it's trusted with over $20 billion of assets. And you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront slash Acme. If you're like, what's going on? What is this? Tell me more. I'll tell you. Investing can be really complicated. And so if you're a beginner in investing and you have no idea what to do, Wealthfront has the right tools for every portfolio because decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. So team up with Wealthfront instead. They're supporting the podcast and we want to support them right back because Wealthfront is making this podcast free for you to listen to right now. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash Acme. Let your money work for you. I'm telling you. You don't want to have to do this alone. That's Wealthfront, W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash Acme to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash Acme to get started today. And you can beat the market. And also you can support this podcast, Wealthfront.com slash Acme. Would you guys say that your experience dating before you got into your now, you know, marriages was different than let's say like a straight sized person's experience dating? I would say a little bit probably. Again, I think it also goes back to 
having that level of confidence. But I think it's for the longest time, it was a little more difficult only because of how I was maybe seeing myself, you know? And as soon as I started being like, oh, I am amazing and I'm beautiful in my own way and I don't need to change myself for anybody. And I started thinking like, I need to really find that person who loves my body for exactly what it is, not like what it could be or not in spite of it. Right. It was like, no, your body is my, like, dr- like you're my dream in every sense. But I think dating is honestly tough no matter what size you are, yeah. no matter what the it situation is. is yeah. You know, that's a fact. But I don't, I mean, Hunter, what do you think? I don't, you know, I didn't, God, I, I had a lot of fun dating. Like I dated a lot of different people. You got around. <laughs> not saying that in like a way of like, oh, I, you know, really got around. But like, I think that... Um, Some celebrities, it's fine. We'll talk ooh, about it. After. Drop a name, there drop a name. <laughs> <laughs> there is that team, Hunter but... has a very colorful, like very yeah. much more fun. Like I had the local yokels and Hunter's... No, like, you did not. <laughs> yeah, had she's had the cool. name brand. Name ooh, brand. No <laughs> generics. No generic. I had that like discount bin and... <laughs> no, you did not, dude. Um, no, but I think that... I don't know. You know, I feel very lucky. Like my husband, I met him. I was thinner than I am now, but he's always been like, hell yeah. Like I like him thick, thick, you know? And so I never felt... I don't know. All the guys that I was with, except for maybe one or two have always really appreciated me as I am. I think also because I'm, I, my sister, I saw my sister and and she always told me, she was like, don't fucking play with anyone that is telling you any different or to change about yourself. So I always took that approach of like, you know what? Like, fuck you. If you don't like, sorry, if I'm, Am I allowed to cuss on this podcast? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, fuck you. If you don't like the way that I am now, then goodbye. Like, I'm not going to sit around and wait around. So I think that it also comes with like that big sister territory of like, she maybe fell so I could follow and be like, okay, what's she saying to right. do? And what is she doing? And, you know, so I took a lot of that on of being like, no, you're not going to treat me that way. And if you don't like me, then move on. That's always kind of been my approach with dating. I love yeah. that. And I love like the sisterhood. I have an older sister too. And like, that's right. I almost just got emotional hearing that because I'm like, <laughs> that's what a fucking older sister is for. Like that Hell is yeah. the yeah. role of an older sister. It's like, I remember growing up like, I had some issues with friends and like friend groups and girls. You know, I went to an all girls school and anytime a girl was mean to me, my sister would be like, they're jealous. And like, yeah, it was so totally. not true most jealous. of the time, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like I probably deserved it a lot of the time, but she would be like, yeah, they're just <laughs> like, they're so jealous. They don't know what to do with themselves. And that's just like, so sister energy. It's like, yes. totally, totally. And that's, that's why like we, I, and I know that's why you created this podcast too. And like, to, to, and that's why we created Model Citizen is like, if you don't have that sister and you don't have that person in your life, then we can kind of be that sounding board, right? Mm-hmm. To be like, here's the deal, right? Don't talk, don't fucking take no shit from any man. Don't let them tell you what you should and shouldn't be. Don't change mm-hmm. yourself, yada, yada, yada. And because it is so important. I mean, I don't know what I would have done because my sister was the same way. Are you kidding? Yeah. She'd be the first at the schoolyard to be like, let meet me out at fucking two o'clock. Let's yeah. be straight up. Let's go. Like meet me <laughs> yeah. outside of the Dairy Queen. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like I, I just, and that's the approach I've taken with all my friends and all of my, it's like, I, I it, it, it upsets and frustrates me when I see women not realizing how like 
just bomb they are. You know, I'm like, do you have any idea how hard you are? I can't even look at you right now and you're sitting here like like, upset about something. Like I can't fathom it because you're just so incredible and no one deserves anything but being treated like a queen. Like, I'm so sorry, but that's queen. just bottom line. Yep, I love only it. deserve to be treated like Full a queen, I, I hate to say. <laughs> but like, true. it's just period, you it's know? And, so true. Yeah. And so that's sort of the approach that I took with Hunter and when I would see her going through these things and any of my friends. And now Hunter is the same way, you know? It's like, sometimes you need that like extra support though. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And Hunter, you mentioned, this might be a a dumb question, but you had mentioned like, I think you said like at my resting or at my like comfortable, I'm like a 16 to 18. What, what does that necessarily mean? Like, how do we know what our normal natural size is? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it's, where do you feel your best, right? And mm-hmm. I know that that's a loaded answer because we also live in a society where we're never good enough. We're mm-hmm. always told, even at your when you feel your best, there's still going to be some ad or something on the TV or some influencer telling you that you still should change this. But it's where you're most comfortable. Like for instance, when I was you know a size two, I was not eating. I was working out for hours a day. I had such a hate for my body because. I also was getting told day in and day out, I couldn't model because my hips were too big. And there was nothing I could do about that. There was They were down to bone. I couldn't lose bone, right? So I had such a hate towards my body. And only until I really did that inside work of learning to love my body, not for the way it looks, but for what it does for me, was I able to really learn how to eat what I wanted and and enjoy things and not beat myself up about it. And I gained this really new appreciation for my body and and me as a person through this process of therapy and and you know learning uh really about myself. You kind of have to strip yourself down to the studs and build back up. And that's kind of where I I landed around like a 14, 16, 14 to 18, I would say is where I'm the most comfortable, where I feel really great where I have the best energy. I just feel myself. Now, do I get upset that I'm a size 20 right now? No, because weight fluctuates, right? Like, and we have to understand that and we have to cut ourselves some fucking slack. Like we put so much pressure on having to be like a certain size and having to subscribe to all these different things. And it's such a money-making move because the more we hate ourselves, the more money we are giving to everybody else, right? And it's the same reason why on all these wedding magazines, you see shed for the wedding and here's the top rules to follow and make sure you eat this before and you know whatever it is. And it's such bullshit. And so I think that it's really important to understand that whatever size you're at, you may fluctuate, you may uh, gain weight, you may lose weight, but just learn to live in that moment, live in that body, appreciate that body and stay there, move forward, go back, whatever it is that makes you feel good. Yeah. I love that. Um, Emotional. I'm emotional. I'm emotional about it. (laughs) And that's definitely something that I think Hunter really taught me too, which is so funny because she has always been like, you need to embrace like who you are and that. And so that's always inspired me 
you know, like everything that she just said is how she's talked to me for so many years. And yeah, and I mean, because probably I can't agree. I can't agree anymore. Me. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't like fucking care what they think. And so I grew. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna fucking care what they think. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck here. I mean, I, we met at Acme. I love how you brought up the wedding shit because. I can't even explain to you how many people were asking me what I was going to do to Ugh, like get in yeah. shape for my wedding. I was like, are you kidding? It like, it, it like triggers me because I remember that's exactly yeah. the questions that we that we would get. I'm and fight or flight. Yeah. Mode. Like yeah. <laughs> completely makes me want to just box because yeah. it's just so, I mean, it's relentless, right? Like, well, what's going to be your diet for the wedding? And oh, like, God forbid God. you show up. Oh my God. Can you imagine showing up exactly as your <laughs> person proposed to you? Right, imagine. right. Like, how do you think I got this ring? Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's so crazy. Like I was at a friend's party like before, like a few weeks before my wedding. And I was eating a plate of fries as one does. And yes. someone was like, get the fries away from the bride to be. <laughs> <gasps> and Forget I was like, literally, no, bye. literally, fuck no, going to a different party. <laughs> literally, yeah. like, absolutely not. What would your piece of advice be for women who are still not necessarily comfortable in their body making a dating app profile? Oh, you know what? I think it's so important to. So, this is a question we get a lot, Michaela and I, is I'm so afraid to show up and they're going to be like, whoa, I didn't realize this is what her body looked like. I think it's so important to put everything out there. Mm. Put a full, like put the most representative of you photo out there. I know that now, can you do like video? You like can. I know some apps do voice notes. You can do video. I find video to be like a weird choice for an app. Like, I don't know why I for mean, a dating yeah. app. I don't know why. I just do. But Can like, you imagine yeah. s- s- setting up a hey, video and being like, me. yeah, hey. This is why <laughs> you should take me out. That, that's <laughs> some LA shit right there. That like is. it's a full like sizzle reel for why they should date them. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I, I there should definitely be a representation of who you are. I think that there's a lot of super flattering quote unquote angles that people can shoot at. But then you have that feeling like you're you're hiding a, a part of you. Yeah, there's like a fear where if you just put it all out there and somebody is like up in the DMs, you're like, oh, cool. They're like about me for my body, what I look like right now. So that's, yeah. I think, the best advice. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? No, yeah, what do you I, think? I agree. I think you should put like, and I do dating app profile consultations. And like, if somebody has like only edited photos or only like photos of their face, like it's like, you don't, first of all, you don't have to hide, like be yeah. who you are because like the worst thing that could happen is someone goes on a date and they're like, this person like posted photos from five years ago and like, I didn't right. even recognize them and whatever. And also because confidence, like, yeah. you're you're just radiating insecurity if you don't post like and guys too like like yeah. actual photos of who you are completely yeah, 100%. it's it's so funny because i met my husband right before like right when dating apps really became a thing so i was never on one but i will like grab my friends phones when they're like doing their bumble swipes and i'll like sit there with them and we'll just like be swiping and live for it 
And it is just the funniest thing to just be this like married woman. And I've been married for years and been with my husband for seven years. And I'm just sitting there just swiping away, like kind of experiencing it. (laughs) And I'll be like, what are these profiles? Like, what are these guys doing? There was one guy who was in full scrubs and a mask, like, you know, like a full uh, doctor mask. And I was like, sir. And that was his first photo. No, like we get it. You're rich. it's yeah. like, it was just so, I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, see, this is what's out there. So yeah, thanks. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is rough. I mean, I will say like, if we were still in the time where like you ha- were like actually wearing a mask your whole date, then like yeah. one mask photo would be fine. Sure. Cause then I could see what your eyes look like. So I'm not like confused when I see this person in a mask. But p- yeah. after that, no, especially not like, like we get it, you're a doctor, we get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to do some rapid fire poll questions. Are you guys ready? We love rapid fire. Yes. Okay. Are you more likely to delete all your pictures with your ex because they're bad memories or because that person is no longer relevant? Bad memories are no longer relevant. No longer relevant. No longer relevant. Agreed. Like, no. Is it a red flag or no big deal if they ask for your Instagram handle before the first date? No, because my Instagram's a flex. Yeah, same. <laughs> so I'm like, I would want, want note, to go on there. On that note, would you put your Instagram in your dating app profile? No, absolutely not. They got to ask me for it. That's my personal. And Fair. then once they like, oh, wow, okay, cool. So she's got like a little platform going on. Fair. And then yes, like, but yeah. yeah. But then you have all the like judgment too. So it's like such so a double-edged me. sword. So judgment. It is, but judgment. I'm but I'm with you, Michaela. It's like, this is who I am. I have this big following or whatever following. Like, yeah. if you can't handle it, don't take me out. It. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If your significant other slept with one of their current coworkers a few years ago, would you want to know? A hundred percent. My husband was dating one of his current coworkers <sighs> when we were together. Or not when we were together, but like right before. <laughs> And yeah, I was like, you have to leave that job. Did he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would I would not. I mean, I would want to know, but I wouldn't care. Right, right, right. But but yeah. <laughs> you I'm like into that. So I'd be like, yeah, tell me. And like I'll I'll come up with a fantasy. Oh my god, me I too. Love it. Uh, I'm like, hey, That's so I'm like, tell me more. That's amazing. I'm like, like, what's <laughs> happening? Uh-huh. Whereas Hunter's like, Hunter wants her husband to have been a, a full version before they met. I am diseased. <laughs> now, even though he has a full even daughter. He has a full daughter. <laughs> I'm like, you, you were the stork. Yeah, it's from the stork. <laughs> um, you see your friend's married dad on a date with a much younger girl. Do you tell your friend? Yes or no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I always say though that I I want to be a real housewife of Beverly Hills, and I feel like I got to be down to stir up a little drama. Oh, yeah. for sure, for sure, definitely so, yeah, an awkward definitely. conversation, but yeah, for sure, she's got to know. Uh huh. Is it normal to have anxiety after five or six dates if you really like them? Yeah, I mean, if we're being honest, it's like yeah, I would love to be like, no, I don't have anxiety, but like, yeah, we all, yeah, yeah, yes, I think it's normal. Yeah, like, like, cause you're like, oh no, like, excited, is he right? To me, like yeah, that well, kind I think of anxiety. More, yeah, I think it's like excitement, anxiety. Yeah. Oh, then yeah, for sure. They order their burger medium well. Is that okay? Yeah, because I do too. <gasps> <laughs> I know. Never my speak to me again. Like, yeah, I know. My husband's like, like I want it bloody. I know. I yeah, literally like, want, I want it bloody. still mooing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> If your significant other got you nothing for Valentine's Day and just said happy Valentine's Day, is it justified to break up with them? Yeah, 
For sure. Yeah, absolutely. See Don't be fucking please. lazy. Yeah, honestly, I feel like that's their way of being like, please dump me. And if you don't get the hint, like that's not okay. That's on you. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Last one. And since we're all married here, is it assumed that if you tell your married friend a secret, then they're telling their spouse? Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Unless it's it's like, unless it's like really like painfully personal. Right, right, right. Like an uncomfortable way, then yeah, no, like I tell my husband everything. Sorry. Just like I tell Hunter everything. You're telling us three if you tell me anything. Right. I just, I feel like it's almost like a red flag if you don't tell your spouse. Yeah. Like don't be so comfy with keeping secrets. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I'm doing this for my marriage. That's why I'm gossiping to my husband. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now I'm honestly mad at my husband if he's keeping any secrets. I just started, I'm going to start a fight. (laughs) You should right now. (laughs) I love starting fights. Just starting shit. Just picking a fight. I was listening to your episode where you were talking about listening to Taylor Swift when she re-released, was it Red? Yeah. And you were like, I'm ready to start absolutely wrong. I legit was ready to start every fight just to relate to that album again. Yeah, yeah, same. I'm going to go fight with them right now. I'm going to get on stage. Right now. I can't sure. wait. You should record it. <laughs> so guys, will you leave us with a quote or piece of advice that has helped you throughout the years and whoever's ready will, can go first? Yeah. I mean, mine would honestly be so cheesy and cliche, but like you can't please everybody. Yeah. Just please yourself. Facts. Literally. <laughs> yeah. My dad says you can't dance at every wedding. I love that. That's so true. That's so true. That's a good one. I just want to say like, you're just fine as hell, honestly. Like yeah. whoever's listening to this, so you're, you're really hot. That's all I have to say. Like, I'm sorry, but you are. Big sis That's energy. It. Love sis. it. Where can yeah. everyone find you guys on social and listen to Model Citizen? You can listen to Model Citizen Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, you can find me at Michaela McGrady. And then and you can find me at Hunter McGrady. Yeah, we got our name handles. So yeah, yes. luck down there. Flex and a half, baby. For so sure. <laughs> Guys, it was so great chatting with you. And I'm so excited for everyone to hear this episode. Yay. Thanks, babe. Thank you for Bye. having us. Bye, guys.